0: Cast with Ben Davis Jr. and co-host Seth Colmer, brought to you by Rowdy Smokehouse, and recorded at the Back Row Studio.
1: You know, it's no secret that for the longest time, everyone's been waiting for the new release from Cutler Stations. Can I? What? Cutler Stations meet. I can't. Just. Can we do it some place else? And go back. Go back. You know, it's no surprise, and all the fans of Cutler Station have been waiting for the longest time for their new album, Meet No Sides, available for pre-order now. I can't, I can't, I don't, first of all, what is Cutler Station, that's the name, right? Cutler Station, I never heard of it, I never heard of it in my life, so I'm supposed to, I have to stand here and act like people know what this is, and that I'm going to sell this to them, that I, that they know, not only know what this is, which they don't, but then that I care enough about it that I'm going to tell them about it and sell them a new record. It's a record album. Like on a, it's a vinyl. Like on a record player. Where, like, is this for grandmothers? Is this grandmother music? How do you play a record? Brian, it so it says, it says meat. The name of the album is Meat No Sides. Like, is that, is that a typo? Is it M-E-A-T, like meat, like beef? Well, what the does that even mean? Meat No Sides, what does it mean? Like no side dish? It's a record. What does that have to do with a record album? Ready? Count it in. I'll count it in. I'll count it in. Four, three, brush up on your salted meats because Cutler, I can't, I can't. Hold on. Again, hold on. Four, three, brush up on your salted meats because Cutler Station is bringing the slice. I can't, I can't do it. I can't say that. Brush up on your salted meats. What does it even mean? What does it mean to brush up on salted meats? And what does it have to do with a record, a music album? How am I supposed to? First of all, I'm selling a record album in 2020. Now I have to tell people to brush up on their salted meats. Brian, what does that even mean? What does it mean to brush up on salted meats? Make sure you learn more about lunch, the lunch meat counter. That's what you want. That's what's going to sell records. That's not going to sell it. That's going to sell me down the up the river. That's going to sell my what's left of my career, what I have left to do. In this world is i have to look for work tomorrow this is the end this is probably the last record these idiots will ever make but i've got to go find a job i've got to keep a job i gotta keep food on my i gotta keep salted meats in my fridge
0: And burning both ends You can't find yourself if you ain't looking Bust my ribs, hold my hands Fill my soul in the back of a van. It's hard when you know that dreams are coming and You only got more chains, all you got is your hair like a seatbelt captain in the night's way Man, sleep in the chair with the TV on. Seven o'clock, sunny's almost gone away. Swill it away.
2: That was Wither Away by Cutler Station. They're going to be uh, our featured artists this week. Uh, this is Ben Davis Jr. And this is Seth Frosted Fudge Comer. This is the Dirt Poor Podcast, and we're real happy to be here. Seth... Uh, Last weekend was 4th of July weekend. What yeah. you, what happened for you? Oh, uh, just a lot, a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Plenty of, plenty of Boosh lights. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, they come into the dirty thirties and, um, th- there's enough to share and a lot of people don't want to drink them. So you get as much as you want.
2: We live in a pretty small area. Well, I mean, a sub- suburban area. I'll tell you something that happened. I played a concert Friday night for a mutual friend of ours, and uh, I saw something I never thought I would see in my life, which was an, a young Amish man who was highly intoxicated doing donuts in a horse and buggy in a field, and that thing ended up rolling.
3: Yeah, I uh, I wasn't there for that, but... Uh, a friend of mine who was there was doing my hair Sunday night. It's beautiful. It's uh, – yeah. Thank you. I'm not going to say his name uh, <laughs> just because he's contractually obligated to not do hair until September. So okay. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, say his name. But, yeah, he showed me a video – and it was funny because he's like, show us what this fucker can do. <laughs> and it, it starts going around. The next thing you know, you hear him say, oh, shit. Well, the cart was falling over, I was like, man, that is hilarious.
2: In all seriousness, I was packing up my stuff. I had just finished playing and uh, our good friend Bobby Wheeler come running at me. He was like, they just flipped that buggy, man. And I was like, buggy? I uh, thought it was my buddy. The host of the party, I thought he might have flipped his side by side. And I was really concerned, so I took off running and no, it was the Amish guy who was just doing donuts and the horse was all messed up and that was kinda sad.
3: I heard that. I heard the horse got some scratches and stuff. Hope the horse has a full recovery.
2: Absolutely. What was even better is the Amish guy after we got the horse unstuck and the buggy flipped over, uh, the Amish guy went and filled a cup up with straight tequila and just started to drink again and the host Don't of the ask party straight tequila no, night. do not. The host of the party was like, put that down and get the hell out of here. I don't even know who you are. You know, at first when an, an Amish stranger shows up to your house. You welcome him. You welcome him. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, culture. You want to culture yourselves and be around as many uh, different types of folks that there are. This was not a good encounter. He's not representing the Jackson County Amish very well.
3: I mean, I don't know if he is or not, honestly. I don't know. I don't really know the Jackson
2: County Amish. Maybe, Me neither.
3: Maybe they're all just crazy drunks. <laughs>
2: It's hard to say. Something else. uh, uh, Last night, I uh, tried goat cheese for about the 15th time in my (laughs) life, and for the first time ever, I didn't gag and want to throw up.
3: Yeah, I uh, I know we've talked about this before. You always say it tastes like piss. It does. Um,
2: It it, it just tastes like goat piss.
3: Oh, Literally, I would would buy uh, rolls of it with pepperoni and just put goat cheese on pepperoni and eat it, and it was (sighs) like the best thing.
2: I still don't think I could do that. I mean, this was mixed in with some marinara, but even like lamb, I don't, I don't, it tastes pissy to me. Delicious. I I tried, uh, I'm a big Indian food guy. Oh yeah. So I've gotten the old uh, Josh Groban, as they call it. I don't know. It's it's something that says like Groban in it. And I always think of Josh Groban, but (laughs) it's got lamb, lamb Josh Groban.
3: I, I I what was it that I had uh, lamb? Oh, I can't remember what.
2: I just it was. can't do it. No matter no amount of curry, there's some thunder. No amount of curry will make me enjoy now lamb.
3: I had goat curry, yeah, I had goat no, curry. It was yeah, really
2: good too. If you like piss, probably. Oh, yeah. dude, it was so good. Well, you know, I also feel very strongly. I hate sour cream. It's proof that Satan exists. Well,
3: you know, I mean sour cream. I know there's a lot of people who have a. An issue with this dairy product and cottage cheese, too. A lot I of love people, cottage cheese. That's so weird that you don't like sour cream. It's I mean, a different
2: flavor entirely. It, it is.
3: It is. It's a different flavor. It's It's honestly better um, than cottage cheese. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that don't like it, and those people are wrong. No. Uh, absolutely. Sour um, cream is the
2: devil. I, I even tried it like two weeks ago at Sixth Sense. I was in there, and I was trying to enjoy myself. But you know what happened? Ruined my whole meal. Every ounce of that meal was ruined because I tried to put sour cream on it and and culture myself a little bit. I thought maybe I'd grown and could tolerate that kind of thing.
3: What's funny is what makes the uh, sour cream, sour cream is is culture.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it is. Well, boy George and the old culture, the culture club. club yeah speaking of uh, jackson county establishments we got this this thing right here you got to listen to take me to rowdy smokehouse gotta have that barbecue gonna get me a big old tater and a coal-fired ribeye too the hickory chicken dinner sure to be a winner if you want to feed your family too take me to rowdy smokehouse gotta have that barbecue so, Rowdy Smokehouse, Seth, do you know they have a potato literally the size of your head and they split that, some bitch, after they bake it? And then they'll top that with your choice of barbecued meats. You know, I have had one of those. It is so incredible. It
3: is. It's a lot to eat, too.
2: It, it is. Uh, one time, you know, they sponsor us. They hook us up when we go in there. I, you know, they, they gave me maybe a little bit too much brisket, but I got so much brisket that it was spilling off of the tray. And then, you know, they top it with your barbecue meat. They put your cheese, nacho cheese on there. They put jalapenos, bacon, whatever you want. They put it on the, just a regular baked potato, but with... Rowdy's barbecued meat It's meats. not a
3: regular baked potato, it's a huge baked It's potato. enormous, I mean I don't uh, know where they go, Idaho ain't got nothing on these potatoes That's
2: actually where they get them
3: I don't believe it <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, some more thunder. thunder That was like
3: I think Garth Brooks is knocking on our door right now
2: That wasn't even one Mississippi away Yeah, I, I compare those potatoes to uh, The Atlas Stones That they are lifting in those uh, Bodybuilding competitions Mr. America or whatever they call that they're huge and uh, they also have a a wide variety of other barbecued products and and, you know they have that hickory chicken dinner they were doing for a while I think they're still doing that it feeds your whole family you get a whole smoked hickory chicken and you also get some sides oh yeah you just call them and they'll they'll hook you right up but can I I say something about their sides yeah
3: one thing like I really really like everything they do there but one thing that uh, You know, rowdies, you're sponsoring us. Make homemade mac and cheese.
2: Well, you know, w- w- it ain't broke, you it's, know.
3: Yeah, it's not broke, but man, so it would be good. so good. It's, it's not, it would be so good. You know it would
2: be because everything else that they do is yeah, amazing.
3: That's that's my thing. It's like, I'm not saying like, oh, their mac and cheese is bad, but, it, you know, they would kill it.
2: They they would kill it. They
3: if, absolutely would. If they would uh, do their homemade mac and cheese because you know it would be so good. I just, Imagine
2: if they did a macaroni and cheese bowl, top that up with some of their barbecue and stuff.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, imagine if they did the, the mac and cheese with, like, uh, you know, the bread crumbs on top, and then yeah. they smoked it.
2: Oh, my goodness. It and then be so good. And then pulled pork and or some chicken, pork, chicken or...
3: brisket.
2: Whatever, whatever.
3: Hell, just chop up some ribs and put it on there.
2: Well, while we're talking about salted meats and such, uh, we've, we've got Cutler Station coming next, and uh, uh, John Evans is going to speak with us. Their new album, Meet No Sides, is due out by the end of the month. I am very, very excited. I just I can't wait for everybody to hear it because it's really good. What did you think of that song, Wither Away? I
3: will be honest. That was the first time I heard that song. It was it was pleasant. Yeah. Uh, it totally... And, and I've heard these guys before. It's th- that's the first time I heard this song. Um, they always throw off this Ween vibe to yeah. me. Like so much. Because it's kind of just not your typical stuff, but Ween always... And every album always has like a country sounding kind of song, and as much as they're not like a country band it's it's you know it has that vibe behind it
2: almost definitely they they represent their uh hometown really well which, I mean they kind of draw influence from their surroundings, but at the same time they stay true to their biggest influences i I believe but we'll find out more about that from John for sure because. It is such a such a unique sounding. It's it's a very unique sound.
3: It is. It is. I mean, what you heard earlier uh, as the intro came in, it is a unique sound. Sounds great
2: though, man. Their recording is on it. Yeah, I'm not really sure where they even recorded that. I'm gonna have to talk to them about that too and see what we can find out.
3: Yeah, boy.
4: It says I'm connected to my Wi-Fi, and I've got high speed, but you know all the kids and everybody's using it. So oh, I get that. Playing the it, like,
3: Fortnite, I bet.
4: Chop out. Oh no! Not no 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 Fortnite.
2: Oh, thank goodness.
4: Yeah no 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 no, I hate to stare mindlessly into something.
2: Yeah, I don't blame you there. I heart video games.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like we do like videos and We do uh we do
3: play Sonic. Hey, oh yeah, Sonic's Sega. fun yeah. stuff You know I always heard
2: oh, that, yeah. guys Sega does what Nintendon't <laughs> <laughs> That's my buddy Seth uh, Seth, John Hi John. John Seth.
4: Hey Seth, how's it going?
2: Hey. You know. So uh, we just got done listening to Wither Away um, And of course I've been Blasting it on repeat It was Seth's first time hearing it Man, I'm really, really, really excited I can't wait for the new album
4: Oh, thanks ma'am. Uh, yeah, I think uh, John Borchard took what we had and like shot it up with some steroids, with pedal steel stuff, man.
2: He is the Yoda and it of pedal steel. Dude is insane, man. Incredible. Sorry, I'm having a little cocktail. No, go I'll for it. I was going to say,
3: are you, are you eating something right now? Because, you know, I'm kind of hungry.
4: <laughs> no, no, I'm having a pre-made margarita.
2: Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, well... Um, why don't you tell us about Cutler Station, Your the name, actually, and uh, where it came from, what it means to you guys? Yeah, man.
4: Uh, so Steve and Kirby and I had, like, started uh, a band while we were living in Columbus around 2007, I think, 2006. And so we were living in Columbus, and we were trying, like, we were going, like, back and forth about, you know, what the band name should be and stuff. And I, I, I came up with a couple suggestions um and I don't think they like them, but I'm gonna keep my back pocket just in case for later use. I don't wanna give those away yet.
2: Okay, well you But keep like
4: we <laughs> We want, we wanted something that would like that was kinda with that had to do with home, like where we lived or where we were from or whatever. Yeah. And so we yeah, so we kinda just went back and forth. Uh Kirby and I were in a band called Fleming, which is where we were from, like a small town. It's like a there's a blink town, uh uh like ten minutes from here. Um, and so we've kind of always done something like that. So just kind of like part of the course. And then we came up to cut station only because we liked the aesthetic of what it looked like. And it was pretty much run down at that point. Um, I don't even know if it was open and it's kind of been revived since then, but yeah, uh, yeah. So we kind of wanted something like that. And then, uh, the more kind of we like looked into it, you know, like there was a tr- actual train to actually like a actual railroad that came through there. And we were kind of like into kind of some of that like spaghetti western type of stuff we were really getting into uh, monsters of whole um and so it kind of just like stuck with it
2: that's pretty awesome i i yeah. knew the history yeah. uh from you guys actually i mean i otherwise i would have never heard of cutler station and a lot of other people in the region wouldn't have either
4: yeah but, and he's from there he's from cutler and he's always got like uh this, this cool like cutler station uh baseball tees when you got when you're like you know sixth grade, fifth grade whatever so yeah, um, we always kind of like the aesthetic, the wet look too, and stuff. So,
3: uh, I mean, it, it to, felt right. To interject for a second. You said something about spaghetti
2: westerns. Like, oh, t- today. Yeah, Morricone died, man. Yeah, the guy who did the what? Yeah, he died today. It's very, very Damn, sad. That's yeah. crazy, man. I just picked up the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly uh, on vinyl last week from Apollo Records, and uh, I've been jamming it. And yeah, I saw that, and my heart broke a little bit. I, I, uh, you mentioned We're Monsters Dad. of Folk too. Uh, that's, that's some good stuff, man.
4: Oh, dude, I love those guys, man. Yeah. Uh, when that, when that album came out, I kind of showed it to Steve. I was like, dude, this is kind of where, cause we'd just, we'd just finished being in a band that was more like, uh, uh, straight up rock and roll, right? And yeah. then very, like, and very blues based. Um, and we just kind of got, de- it kind of, that had just kind of dissolved because a couple people weren't really getting along. And the uh, the attitude in the room sucked, so we kind of um disbanded that. And I sent him a couple demos to speed, and then I sent him like Monsters of Folk. I was like, "Dude, we need to do something like that." So that's kind of where um, that first EP kind of came out of.
2: Okay, um, yeah, that that yeah, explains the, a lot to me, it, honestly, with, with your sound, uh because that I mean, they kind of pushed the boundaries of what folk music was. Kind Kirby of.
4: actually got to see those guys wow he saw i think yeah he only did one tour he saw the avid brothers on thursday night and then on friday night he went and saw uh uh monsters of fold
2: that's awesome i like i would have big, loved to have seen yeah, that awesome. I,
3: I i have a question yeah. for you john um I uh, I I don't know if you draw any influence from these guys, but every time I listen to you guys, I always get this really strong Ween vibe. Do you, like, are you a fan of Ween? Do you you know? Did you of Ween? Did you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, like I I'm not saying it like sound it sounds like Ween, but I just get like the vibe of you know what's going because Ween every single song is different on each album. It, like you can't really say anybody really sounds like Ween because hell ween doesn't sound like ween half the time agreed but i i just always i get this real strong vibe of of ween from you guys and i and i will say i enjoy that very much
4: yeah uh that's a high compliment thank you very much yeah i think i think we all kind of enjoy ween um i do like the diversity right like the and then i think we kind of bring that together with like Really being a lot of uh, open to a lot of different ideas and really into a lot of different music, too. Like,
2: um, absolutely. Well, uh, there's another band
4: I'm thinking of. I can't, I can't remember what their name was.
2: Uh, John Uh, Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band.
4: (laughs) Uh, Dr. Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Dr. Dog. Yeah. Those guys are, those guys are fucking awesome. Like, it's it's, it's like super, like, you have, you know, you kind of fold in some of that, like, Electronic music, but then also just different. I mean, like I don't know.
3: My friend Joey I, that, actually. That's why I always like the Doctor Dog.
4: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. My my, uh, my brother introduced them to me. I or it Might have been Steve. I don't know. The, like I, th- I think that's what helps everybody having an eclectic type of love for music. And I can remember like watching a Ween video when I was I don't know eight or nine. It's the first time I ever stayed in a hotel, we didn't have like cable and stuff, so I saw like MTV. And I can specifically remember seeing the Natasurf popular.
3: Oh yeah, I love video that song.
4: And, and and I can't remember what Ween song was. But what Ween video was out? There. It was it's kind of like that top ten. Like
3: if I would videos. if I would guess if, if it was a video, it would either be Voodoo Lady or Push the Little Daisies because yeah. those were the ones that I I saw a lot. Uh, the Push the Little Daisies more than Voodoo Lady, but. Both, both really good songs. I mean, it's so good. Yeah, I, that's a that's a big compliment. Thank you so much. No, not a problem.
2: Uh, I mean it. About the the new record, uh, where'd you get the title, man? Meet No Sides.
4: Hmm. Yeah. So Steve kind of like eats like that.
2: <laughs> it's a know. it's a fad diet think, right now. All meat diet. Like I have a
3: couple friends on it.
4: Oh yeah, very carnivore. Yeah, but like uh, it really kind of dealt with like. I never seen Steve eat a vegetable or anything for a long time, <laughs> and then uh, so we were just like, man, Steve, you're just constantly eating meat no side And then like we'd go over there for like Thanksgiving or like a Christmas like dinner with all the families or whatever, and it would just be like you know turkey with ham, and chicken.
3: <laughs> with mashed <laughs> turkey. <laughs> mashed yeah, but it
4: was turkey. not that, I mean, that was it, right? there was I mean that's it right? There was constantly we always had to bring the sides, meat no sides. Sweet pump. turkey, then, like, <laughs> sweet yeah, fried turkey. <laughs> Like, Steve, Steve loves Rowdy. That's why, like, Steve and Jason, big Rowdy. I mean, I'm a big Rowdy fan too, but, like, I think Steve and Jason might love Rowdies more, more than anything. Oh,
2: yeah. That's they actually awesome. sponsor this Check podcast.
4: Out. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Shout out to Rowdies. We love it. Absolutely. Hey, it's yeah, good stuff. Go. I can't
2: wait to see you guys there again. That was a really fun show. Hopefully, uh, you know, once, once everything chills out, we can uh, see you over there again.
4: Yeah, so we actually have something scheduled on the 31st outside. I don't know if it's actually going to happen uh, I've been kind of just talking with her,
3: yeah,
2: and it's
4: like I'm not, sh- I'm not, I'm not really sure. She made it sound like as long as things are going to be cool to do, it's cool, but it doesn't look like it's going to be. No, happening. Uh, Nathan
2: has uh, been playing it really safe lately too. I mean, yeah, uh, and thankful. I get it, man.
4: And, it, and I, yeah, yes, absolutely. But so we, we had high hopes. We had kind of high hopes. Oh, I, I guarantee it's not going to happen.
2: It'll happen again sometime, and I'll be there, yeah. rooting you on like last oh, time. Oh, me too.
3: I, I haven't actually got to see you guys live yet. Um, um, ben introduced me to you guys. Uh, probably, the last album. Yeah, the last album.
2: That was the album of 2019 for me. I mean, I, I jammed it all the time, and I still do. <laughs> I just love it so much. That is, you, like my favorite local album ever so far it it's just i don't know it touches on all of the culture it it has fun parts it has sad parts it has just brutally honest parts i i just and then the sounds i mean all of the different synthesizer sounds and guitar tones and it's an incredible album man and and i'm i'm really proud to know you guys
4: good that's a that's a compliment thank you so much
2: absolutely absolutely that's pretty it's pretty nice
4: but meeting those side things, yeah, so it just kind of turned out from like saying that and then like Steve constantly eating like that. And then we started talking about like set lists. Like, we're always trying to like, <laughs> mis- like, we come up with like, that's like, I love the fun shit about being a the band. Like, I love designing flyers. I love fucking like having my brother design shirts, right? And yeah, talking about yeah. it constantly and shit. Like, I, like, I, I, I love that kind of stuff. Like, you know, so like, I'm so like, when you know, I'm sure the guys fucking hate it. But I love to talk <laughs> about a set list for at least 35 minutes,
3: man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To
4: flush it out, like, and then like, especially with I feel like we have so much material, and I, I feel like I've got a uh, some, some low hanging fruit that we're gonna be able to like knock out two really cool, really cool. Like, just like, how can we like make this the best set list ever tonight, right? So we're like constantly saying like, meet no size. Like, what's the best? Like, we we'll, we'll talk all that other shit, man.
2: You know, like, yeah. So I don't know. Well, I dig it, man. That's that's. I it, was, it was
4: more. It was more of like a joke too. So. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: it just has. It's a double entendre, but mostly because Steve yeah, just eats a bunch of meat. Yeah. Yeah, I get and it. And we
4: were like, <laughs> we we've, we kind of had the idea of the thought in our mind of like the, the title, and uh, Kirby and I follow this dude, uh, Chris Mario
2: Anyway, he did the art of I, mean, I love that artwork uh, too. I was just telling Seth so cool. as we were driving here, I was like, man, it's so so awesome. Oh,
3: I'll go I'll go say something else. It really reminds me of like a primus-esque like like thing. Love <laughs> from,
4: Love Primus, man. My
3: favorite. <laughs> I named my For son Less. Yeah. Demaria,
4: okay. uh, uh, you, you named your son Les?
3: Yeah, yeah. My my son's name is Less. Uh I my uh my ex actually is the one who was like, "What about Less?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. you like Buckethead full of Bernie Brains? I not that's the name of it. The...
3: Dude, I um I love Buckethead. Uh I love the uh, you know, Les Claypool and his stuff. Yeah, Damn, they are like like I think it's like an Oyster Head and the Frog Brigade. Uh I, I he may not be yeah. in the Frog Brigade. I'm not hundred percent sure about that, but I just know they do a lot of stuff together and man, I saw Buckethead play the bass one time. I was like, what can't this guy do?
4: Uh, Claypool did something with
3: Lennon's son, too. Yeah, it's um, uh, the it. uh, the Claypool Lennon... Um, Delirium. Delirium. Delirium, yeah. Like I it's, saw them yeah. uh, five years ago in Dayton, and um, Lennon's band, uh, Sean Lennon's band, uh, Ghost of the Sabretooth Tiger, was playing with Primus, and uh, toward the end of the set they brought Lennon out uh, to play with him and it was before the delirium. And it, that was the tour that actually sparked that band. And I was like, I'm a, i am I saw history. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty awesome.
2: Um, so I want to talk about Lither or Wither, <laughs> Lither, Wither away a little bit. Um, Slit, slither away. Slither away. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, I really like it, man. It's, it's like the working man's life. And I I don't know. I just really enjoy it. Where did that song come from? And uh, is that you singing or is that Steve?
4: That is a Steven special, man. Yeah. He basically wrote it on the same day. He had a, uh, he actually had had to leave work the day before with a migraine. And like the next day, kind of woke up for breakfast and just kind of fiddled around on the guitar a little bit. Came up with a, couple different sets of lyrics and send it out and pretty much it for that
2: yeah well i mean crazy and he's Uh, he does that you know hard labor for for working anyways so i i i could see where he drew the influence from that
4: yeah for sure you know he's i think i think that helps the band entirely when you have different people can write write songs and basically everybody's kind of bringing their own blended version of what the band could be
2: yeah like kiss i think that
4: yeah so like everybody writes in the you know everybody writes for the band, uh, except yeah. for the drummer doesn't write like songs per se, but you know hugely influences everything we do for sure. So,
2: and then uh, of course you guys just released Midwest Moms last Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how how's that going? The feedback on that song, I really enjoy it too.
4: Yeah, that's super fun song, man. Uh, I hope people enjoy it. It was really was just a like a like a. I had that melody and those lyrics for a really long time about wanting to sing about how hilarious it was when your mom used to get excited to go to the beach. And I used yep. to be so excited about it too. But now looking at back as an adult, like you'd say, you we were going to the Caribbean. Like we were like, yeah, Whoa, jacked up, Earl Beach jacked up.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the line about the Virginia Slims is so awesome because it makes me think of my dad's mom, my grandma. Uh, that's all she ever smoked when yeah. I was a kid. And we we went to the beach with her, and it just it's like, my God, that puts me into the song.
4: Yeah, so that that line about my aunt, she's kind of the same way.
2: That's so awesome. So I always
4: think I, I always think about her when I am saying it. My she also aunt- made some badass pepperoni rolls.
2: <laughs> I uh,
3: I have an aunt who actually just carries around Virginia Slim. She doesn't smoke, but I mean, it's like a qualification <laughs> of being an aunt. Look You, gotta, cool you shit. gotta have that purse <laughs> pack tucked away somewhere.
4: Yeah. Oh, you gotta have that clip pack.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh so I know that you you've told me before that you write a lot of the songs on the bass and then bring them to the band. Was that the majority of how this went, or did you guys write this as a unit? Or uh,
4: yeah, so we probably started writing for this album right when the last album came out. It's right when like the self-titled we call it Jeff, okay, with the with the Yeti on the front of it. Yeah, so right right when it came out, we'd already had two of these new songs ready to like. Written and ready to go We were kind of like Chomping at the bit To start So then uh, Most of the time It starts either with Someone individually Coming up with a melody And a <clears throat> And a little You know A couple sets of A couple different Versions of lyrics And like A, lo- a loose idea And then You know We kind of collaborate On pretty much everything else From the song after that And it You know It hardly ever Really um, Sounds the way It did In your head when you yeah. first came up with it. At least from my perspective That's,
2: that's the beautiful thing I think about uh, being a songwriter and bringing a song to a group of guys that are talented and and all can bring in their little flavors. And, you know, it's it's like making a big pot of chili and everybody brings their own ingredient. I just, I, I really yeah, love that. Yeah, man. It's, it's incredible. And, it, like, that's, that's how, you know, I don't like talking about my stuff when I'm trying to talk to you, but that's how Southern Ohio came to be. It really was just a bunch of songs with me and an acoustic guitar. And then you bring in all the other musicians and they start adding flavors and some of the songs transform entirely. Yeah. It's cool. That's it's really, really That's really
4: my neat. favorite part about being in a band, man. It like, is. I just love it. I love being in a band.
3: Oh, I, I, I feel you 100%. Like, when uh, my band Terrorific used to uh, write a lot, like, when we all had free time and didn't have kids and jobs that mattered, um, we would just write, and, like, you know, I'd just be sitting there playing something on the bass, and then, like, you know, the guitar player Come up with something, and we just riff on that for a while, and you know, be like, you know what, we don't even like that. Let's not play that anymore, you know. And you know, we just constantly dig and and contribute so much. I don't know. I just I love being in the band. It's so fun. And whenever you go and play shows and stuff, you get all these little stories that you could tell to each other, and it's so great.
4: Agreed, man. I agree. It's super fun, and it's always. I think it's always best. Um, when everybody's kind of collaborative and open-minded, you know, a lot, a lot like in life, right? But like, you know, a band could be like a microcosm of like what you deal with on a daily basis, right? But like, it's just about like being able to accept other persons, uh, other people's ideas and compromise on a lot of stuff. Because if, if I in my mind would stick to some of the things that I was like hard set on the songs, some of the songs probably would never ever been like, like cellophane and plastic or like, Midwest moms. I wanted to keep it more like I had a little bit of a drowniness to it, and some like some like uh, pavement, like depression to it. And yeah. everybody wanted to like pep it up, and, and like it, it felt a lot better. So love pavement. It's, it's always best. Yeah, I love pavement.
2: So um, we talked a little bit about it already. Mentioned it kind of uh, when we were talking about rowdies. But uh, what impact has has this virus had on you guys? You know, as far as getting together and uh, what. What made you decide to release the album, you know, while everything was so difficult? I mean, it's a bold-ass move. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be, to be honest, I really don't, uh, I'm not sure we care, only yeah. because it just, like, nothing is probably going to happen from it regardless, you know? And I'm always, you know, I feel like I've got, we've got so much material, like, let's just keep releasing stuff. Like, what? Yeah. What are we waiting on? But but yeah. So like we were super bummed at the same time, right? Okay, like we had a number of shows lined up, and uh, we were lining up some PR stuff, and we were ready to like try to like give this thing a good push. And then all of a sudden, like everything happened at once, and we yeah. were like already down that path. We're like, man, fuck it. Like, let's well, keep like, just keep going down that. Let's just keep going down that path. It's an incredible uh, and, gift
2: for all of us, honestly. I mean, it, because <laughs> we're it, and, all you know, in the darkness, and you guys brought us this. Big nugget, full of just juicy, wonderful joy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: and uh, we're hoping. I mean, I'm, you know, I think a lot of stuff's probably going to change, and I'm, I'm hoping maybe by people being at home, they're listening a little bit more. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm a super optimist man. I'm like, I like to, you know, think of things at least from the glass half glass half full type thing. So I don't know. It doesn't. It does. It honestly doesn't really matter though, because it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> Like, yeah, the idea of being uh, famous or something doesn't even cross my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If I, don't know. Yeah, I, don't know if, I don't know if anybody actually should want
2: that. No, the, thing. the people but, like, that do you want, do want people to achieve listen. it sometimes, but yeah, you, you, we don't you mean,
4: want that. do I, you do want people to listen to it, right? But, oh, absolutely. Like, the 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 achievableness of like having being in a band full time as a job is like almost impossible. Yep. like, like, you know, yeah. yeah. Especially, I've got four kids and a wife, and I work a -a forty-hour-a-week job. I was working sixty hours a week; that was awful. (sighs) But yeah, so, but I like try to at least at least try to like write every single day for or like play at least every single day for thirty minutes, just to like not break the cycle.
2: Yeah, well, that's great. I mean, it it definitely. You you are not short on material, and you keep putting out the good stuff, which is awesome. You know, we we all are very thankful for that. Um, so I mean, I don't stop, don't break that cycle, man, because we we love it. <laughs> we love it. I love it, man. I
4: just it's a good outlet, dude. Absolutely. I hope everybody has an outlet like that.
2: Yeah, it's it, it really
3: is. Whenever I whenever I could actually uh, muster up the gumption to pick something up nowadays, um, it does feel really good.
4: Just it, gotta do it, man. Just
3: gotta do it. That's that. That's all it is to do it. Is to do it.
2: Yeah. What uh? What are you guys' plans for the future? Uh, so far, I mean, uh, what does Cutler Station look like the rest of 2020?
4: Yeah, so probably no shows. Yeah. All right, and uh, we've been kind of talking about doing like an outdoor, like playing. See if we can set up somewhere during our first Friday as like a, as like a background noise band right like not really wanting to attract yeah you know any sort of crowd but like
2: just spray disinfectant permanently yeah fill your your fog machines up
4: just just seems so
2: impossible yeah I get that man uh,
4: so yeah so like I think a couple of us like thrive on playing live shows like I think Steve and Jason really love playing live and like I I didn't want to I didn't want to play live for a longest time Steve had to basically like talked me into it or, like tricked me into it <laughs> and then like it's super enjoyable so like I like the writing and the like the the pure joy but I I love playing shows too so then I got like hooked hooked to that too so.
2: there's something about uh, I think that we'll energy. probably just
4: start recording yeah so I, I think we've already started recording the next album so hell just, yeah just keep playing <laughs> just keep playing like Facebook we've been trying to do some like live streams or whatever and then um, writing and recording
2: that's great but like
4: at least we get to do that you know
2: well, um, is there anything at all that you'd like to say to your listeners or the listeners of this podcast? Uh,
4: I think if you want to order an album, you can go to com or com.
2: All right. Um, and then I'll we're available there.
4: everywhere on all
3: the...
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I I did see that yeah. on that wonderful VHS advertisement.
3: Oh, man. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. That that dude is uh that Chris Parsons.
4: I'm horrible with names. Man, that's <laughs> embarrassing.
2: It's it was Chris,
4: and yes, Chris Parsons. I something I knew, I knew, I knew, knew my like Instagram. But so like I loved him when he wrestled at uh, all oh, that place in Marietta for the pounds.
2: Oh, the Remix Pro Wrestling. Um,
4: yeah remix so he was magnum ck there like blew me away like, i loved him, right yeah he's so then, like i started following him and then i he, he does like the uh theater stuff and so i just kind of asked him to do it and he said hell hell yeah so he just like kind of ran with it it's pretty
2: cool. I didn't even recognize him as Magnum, but man, I've seen him wrestle so many times, and that video was just hilarious. And I think I was just laughing because of how hilarious it was. I didn't even notice that it was <laughs> Magnum. That's so awesome. It's
4: it's it might be the, my favorite thing I've ever been a part of. It's so oh, good. so good! I laugh so hard.
2: You guys always <laughs> do the best music videos and the best promo. And you know, if maybe one day you can. Quit your 40, 50 hour a week job and and make some <laughs> badass videos for local musicians and different things because that is incredible.
4: Oh, thank you, man. That'd be sweet.
2: Absolutely. That sounds well, like a dream. Man, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll get to see you really, really soon. I'm really glad that you came to be a part of the podcast here. Uh, I, I just I love you to death and I love your music and, and thank you so much. Oh,
4: thanks, Sam.
3: Thank Absolutely. you, guys. Oh no problem. It was it was a pleasure getting to talk to you. I haven't got to meet you, and I'm I'm actually I'm sure that sometime in the future uh, I will be able to meet you, and we'll we'll just have a grand old time um, getting to meet one another. Through it sounds like we could be best friends. I I, I really think I am about <laughs> to. I'm you about both play
2: to, bass. I'm you about both to like carve your name in my arm. Primus already. and Ween <laughs> and yeah yeah I mean you, you got a lot in common uh, that's for sure. So I, I think that'd be a a meeting for the ages. But, buddy, you take care and, and right. tell everybody that we said hi and uh, hopefully we'll see you on the other side of this.
3: Well dude, do. It. Love you guys. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, too. bye.
2: All right.
3: Well, that was that was nice. He's a he's a real funny, down to earth. He's kind great fellow, man.
2: He's so great. And I'll tell you during during the your talking with him, uh, I went ahead and hacked into his private iCloud account and I found those band names. Uh, one of them was Barry Cruder and the Beef Cleavers.
3: Uh, ha, 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 <laughs> ha, ha, ha. the
2: other one uh what else uh, 90 degree penguin
3: i think it was a there's one queef latina que- <laughs>
2: <laughs> no yeah, uh that wasn't one. That's- none of those none of those are but i'm i'm hoping you get a giggle out of it john when you listen to this back. yeah but, yeah uh yeah so that was john evans cutler station uh meetnosides.com for their new album very, very, very excited uh, for you guys to hear it. Please check it out, and definitely check out Wither Away and also Midwest Moms, which we're getting ready to play for you. You got anything else, Seth, for this week? You know,
3: I all I got is um, I, I'm I'm glad to be a part of this again. I I, I say that uh, last week I uh, was a little quiet. Um, a lot of stuff going on in my life right now, and I feel like this is a good uh, escape from. Uh, reality, really. I mean, this is reality, but it's just a good escape for me to talk to people about things I really enjoy and get my mind off things that I really don't enjoy. Um, and appreciate that. And uh, anybody that hears this, if you know me or anything and you listen to it, come up, give me a, uh, a nice air high five so we can respect the social distance. Um, and, you know, just... Go to
2: Rowdy's. Yeah, definitely get, get go some to Rowdy's. Chicken.
3: Get some dang chicken.
2: <laughs> Again, we want to remind you if you'd like to uh, submit music for our podcast um, or if you'd like to be a guest, please drop a link in an email and send it to dirtpoorpodcast at com. Please don't send files because it will fill up our inbox very quickly and we won't be able to hear any more music. And yeah. that's not good. We'll have to delete your email and then, you know, everybody's unhappy then. So just drop us a link. For a Dropbox or a cloud, and we would be more than happy to listen to it and hopefully get you on the pad- podcast real soon. So, well, I know. Can we can we talk about? Yeah, you're you're
3: one of those type that don't like sour cream, so I get it.
2: Sour cream is excrement from Satan's penis.
3: You know what? Well, uh, hail Satan, because <laughs> I'll suck it right out the tip. Love it. <laughs>
2: Alright, so that's gonna wrap it for this week But we're really glad you come and listen to us again And uh, that's it, bye bye See you later Alright, Midwest Moms, Cutler Station
0: Midwest Moms in Tangini Street Myrtle Beach like a trip to the Keys Crock-pot meals and Miller Lite cramp Under the bed